Navigating personal growth in your 20s can be so difficult. It's not uncommon to feel uncertain or overwhelmed. But as I've reached the half point in my 20s, I'll be turning 26 in May. I honestly just feel like when I turned 25, something just clicked in me. Something changed. And I began to feel more confident in my ability to navigate my whole growth journey and succeed in places like your career, your personal life, your relationships. And yes, you can literally do this all in your early 20s. I feel like so many people have convinced me that my 20s were just going to suck. I always thought that my 20s would kind of be like this crazy time of me experiencing and becoming who I wanted to, but I still didn't have responsibility. That's what I assumed that my like early 20s would be like. That was not true at all. I had like full responsibility and it was actually really stressful. Your 20s are just so confusing because personally I think simply because school does not prepare you for the real world it does not prepare you for any of it if I'm being honest and when I came out of school and I came into my adulthood and when I turned 20 I just got a huge slap in the face with life and I wasn't prepared for it nobody prepared me for it and I truly just feel like that could have been avoided but I want to take everything that I've learned up to this point and try to enjoy my 20s because I'm not going to let that hold me back from having a good 20s you know what I mean to think that I would have an entire decade of just being miserable does not sound like a good time to me it's never too late to start exploring new opportunities and challenging yourself to become the best version of yourself. It's never too late. It doesn't matter your age. What matters is that you're willing to put in effort and change. When I first started my growth journey, I honestly started to notice a difference and other people started to notice a difference in me physically, emotionally, spiritually at about three months. So three months of really hard work for me to actually start to notice that I had small changes occurring in my life. That did it for me. I just wanted to keep going. So I promise you just stay strong. And if three months isn't it and you're still not feeling great, keep pushing because there's going to be a point where you will reach success. Answer this for me. Let's say that you put in three months of really hard work and you're about to get to day 90. You've literally been counting down to this point, right? And you take a look in the mirror and you read over your journal and you just sit with yourself to feel the changes, to see the changes. And none of that happens. None of that happens at day 90. But what if you would have woke up on day 95 and you would have felt different? What if you would have woken up on day 96 and you would have felt and looked different. The point I'm trying to make here is that when you're ready to give up, it may only take one more day. It may only take one more push for you to really get to that end goal that you truly wanted to make it to. So why should you quit now when there's a possibility that you are this fucking close? Because nine times out of 10, you are so much closer to your goal than you think you are. So if you're ready to confidently tackle your 20s and achieve success with your, pro- with your personal growth, journey, tune in to today's episode of Self-Care Conversations Podcast and join us on this exciting journey. And don't forget to share your own tips and experiences on our social media platforms. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok under Self-Care Conversations Podcast. I would love to hear more about your journey so that we can get a conversation going. And don't forget to rate the podcast. It really does help me, you guys. It really helps get the word out and it gets more people to view 
the podcast. So I really appreciate all of the ratings if you have done so, so far. All right, you guys. So the first topic that I want to kind of dive into in today's episode when it comes to navigating your 20s is talking about finding your path. I feel like when I talked about turning 25 and when I said that something kind of clicked, this is what I meant. I felt like I finally was able to find my path, but I feel like I could have done it a lot sooner if I would have known what it is that kind of made that click for me. So that's why I wanted to put this topic into this section of the podcast. I grew up doing something kind of weird that I used to be embarrassed to talk about, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it right now here for you, for you. (gasps) Please, please don't roast me. But when I was a child, um, and I'll be honest, all the way up until like into college, to be honest, like this did not stop for a very long time. But I used to become like obsessed with fictional characters in movies, TV shows. There were a few specifics that really, really like tickled my fancy. And the one that sticks out the most is Demi Lovato. I was obsessed with her in Camp Rock to the point where I took screenshots of every single photo shoot that she had done. I was maybe like 13 around this time. And then I tried to recreate those photos on like my fucking flip phone. And then I wanted to look so much like her, which people compared me to her anyway as a child, especially because of the big gap that I had between my teeth. I kind of still have it. But I wanted to look like her so badly. So I cut my bangs. Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez used to do this show called the Demi and Selena show on YouTube. And I used to force my friends to read the script that I would hand write after watching the video over and over and getting the script on paper I would force my friends to then recite it with me and make a new YouTube video where we would just pretend to be them but that's one of the many things that I would do to try to literally become Demi Lovato but yeah I was so obsessed with Demi Lovato and honestly this happened with a lot of different things I tried convincing my friends that I was a vampire slayer when I was obsessed with Buffy the Vampire Slayer all these really weird things but basically It was funny to it's funny to look back on now. But when I try to look at it from a different perspective as to why did my child self feel like I needed to do that and I needed to kind of find enlightenment through wanting to be other people. When I started working through that, I came to the understanding that I was only doing that because I was so not secure in who I was that I was trying to find it through other people and That was because of a lack of confidence, a lack in feeling safe enough to speak how I feel or not feeling safe enough to speak about interests that I may have that others may not think are as cool and a few other reasons. But point blank period, I didn't have the confidence to be my own self that I just resulted to trying to be like these people on TV. (laughs) And I stopped doing this a little bit into college. I kind of fell out of it. I don't really know what happened, but I noticed that it manifested in a different way after this. So when I turned about 20, I then started to do social media. And when I started social media, I started off by being a makeup artist. And that, if you didn't know, that's actually how I grew my first 10,000 followers on Instagram was from these makeup tutorials. And I really enjoyed makeup. I ended up working at a makeup store 
But I noticed that I hated doing makeup on other people. It was really the creating that I loved. I loved the social media stuff, but I didn't necessarily love the makeup because I would only do it for the videos. And then when I wasn't working because I had to wear makeup when I worked at a makeup store, it was like something you had to do. And when I wouldn't make these makeup tutorials, like your girl wasn't wearing makeup and I wasn't phased to, even if we would go out to eat or go on dates, like I just didn't love makeup, but I was really good at it. And it was something that I kind of did in high school. So then I started to notice that I was having a lot of trouble making decisions. When I started to realize that I didn't really love makeup, I was so confused. I didn't know what else I could love. I didn't know what else I could do. If I wasn't doing makeup, what could I do? Because it was like the only thing I was ever focused on, at least it, at least throughout high school. I had no other plans but to be a makeup artist, so I was kind of lost and I didn't know what I wanted to do. I started to get into fitness and that's when everything started crumbling down. I stopped wanting to do makeup, but I had all of these followers that followed me for makeup. So I would post fitness content and it wouldn't do well and I would be like, well, then I have to stick with makeup. So I started, so I kept doing makeup tutorials for quite a long time. I would say about another year after that. I gained maybe another 5,000 followers, if that, because I wasn't passionate about what I was doing. So I feel like my content just wasn't giving any value, you know? And then I lost all of my hair. <laughs> and that's just like a whole different story for a whole nother time. But basically I had hot pink hair and I had to change it for a job. And um, a friend that I trusted that was about to graduate from hair school um, ended up messing up on it. And all of my hair basically fried off and I had to have like a pixie cut for an entire year. And it was the most traumatizing thing in the entire world. And that was really hard for me. But it was at that moment where I was like, I need to make a change. So I quit that makeup store literally right after this happened. I quit that. I quit the makeup store and I decided to go full time with my content. I changed up the content. I put in about a year and a half of getting paid absolutely nothing. And Justin really helped support me with that while I had a job on the side. I then started working for my mom here and there to kind of make ends meet so I could contribute something but still try to make the social media thing work and something that I would constantly constantly go back and forth on was what is my niche going to be because I liked makeup but I liked fitness and I was just like boxing myself in on something so stupid all because I didn't know myself I didn't know if I was this fitness girl I didn't know if I was this makeup girl I just knew that I didn't know who I was and that was really confusing and really hard for me to work through and the one thing that honestly changed this for me was trying new things and getting out of my comfort zone. If I could go back and do anything differently in the first five years of my 20s, I would simply do more new things and push myself out of my comfort zone because that is how you find yourself. That is how you figure out who it is that you want to be and you find your purpose. You find it by pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and trying things that you normally wouldn't. 
And you'll find these new things that you take from each of these small new experiences that you learn and grow from. Finding mentors can also be a great way to gain insight and guidance from experts in your field. Mentors can provide you with valuable feedback, answer your questions, and share their experiences, helping you avoid common pitfalls and make informed decisions. When I try, when I started to push myself out of my comfort zone, I was then able to start to understand the things that I did enjoy. And although I was still having trouble finding exactly what my path was, I was able to narrow down a few things, one of them being that I knew that I loved creating and I loved social media. So I ended up getting a mentor so that I could truly kind of figure out what it is that I wanted to do. And that's when I met Kristen. Her Instagram is kbusk. I will leave her in the show notes below along with her mentorship program. But Kristen has changed my life in ways that I couldn't even explain to you. Kristen and her husband, Andrew, actually have become really good friends with Justin and I. They came to our wedding and they were with us all day from the beginning of the day to the end of the day. Like they were there for us. They showed up at our wedding for the after party to help us. They picked up the freaking cake. Like they showed me what true friendship was like. From her being my mentor to truly becoming a really, really good friend of mine is something that I didn't think would happen from doing this. And Kristen runs a membership platform where she teaches you the ins and outs of being a creator. But Kristen has not only helped me with growing my platform, getting sponsors, and honestly making this a career. The biggest thing that she's helped me understand is that in order to make this a business, a profitable business, business, I have to have multiple streams of income. And because of the things that she has taught me, I am now able to work on other business ventures. So I'm very, very grateful for her and all of the things that she has taught me. And it has helped me discover this new part of me that I'm absolutely in love with. I never thought that I was an organized person. And then I met Kristen and she started to tell me how important it was to be organized when it comes to my content. She's the reason that I got interested to Notion and Canva and all of these different platforms that I'm now obsessed with using and I now have found like a passionate interest in. And with using all of these tools that she's taught me, I've then found I'm able to hone in on something that I'm very in love with doing, which is creating. And with me just focusing on that and not on my niche, my niche, my niche, like I was saying earlier, it turned into me wanting to be a fitness influencer or me wanting to be a makeup artist influencer. And that turned into me just wanting to become a creator and finding myself along the way. I knew that I loved helping people and I loved talking about mental health. So I put all of my interests together to then make myself the brand and then start creating content that way. And I couldn't have done that if I didn't have a mentor. So without my mentor, one, I wouldn't have had social media success. But two, I wouldn't have been able to really truly find who it was that I wanted to be. I wouldn't have truly been able to create this person that I wanted to become because going online to find a mentor uh, turned into creating a beautiful friendship with a person that has taught me what real friendship truly means. It turned into me starting other businesses that are making me passive income. And because of her, I feel like my confidence is just so much 
better because she's reassuring that what I'm doing is right and that I'm on the right path. So I truly think that finding mentors in things that you are interested in, gosh, it's it's just it's such a game changer, you guys. I could talk about her forever. I love her. Kristen, if you're listening, I love you. One of the best ways to find yourself in your 20s is to try new things. This means stepping outside of your comfort zone and exploring new hobbies, interests, and experiences. Whether it's traveling to a new place, trying new foods, or taking a class on a topic that you've been curious about. The more you expose yourself to new things, the more you'll learn about who you are and what you're passionate about. I also feel like it's important to take time for for self-reflection and introspection. That kind of (laughs) rhymed. But this basically means setting aside time to think about your goals, your values, your priorities, and assessing whether your current path aligns with these things. By taking these steps, you can gain a deeper understanding of yourself and pave the way for your personal growth journey in your motherfucking 20s. Sorry, I had to add my little Carissa twist there. I apologize. Ew, I literally hate when I talk like that. That's very irritating and it's probably really irritating in the mic. Sorry, you guys said you wanted less scripted. So like sometimes things are scripted and I'm sure you can tell when things clearly are not. Okay. (laughs) One really positive thing about your 20s is that it's a time and an opportunity to challenge yourself to grow as a person because it's honestly when we first are introduced to adulthood or so most people are. I found that when I push myself outside of my comfort zone, now this part, is for all of my introverts because I am an introverted person. I know it probably doesn't look like it on the internet, especially if you are coming from my Instagram. I know I seem very, very extroverted, but I definitely kind of view myself as like an introverted extrovert. I really enjoy creating stuff online, but I don't think that I could go in front of all 200,000 of my followers between all of my platforms and like do something crazy. I don't know that that I could do it. Okay, I definitely could do it because I'm unstoppable, but it would be really hard and really nerve-wracking because I'm actually very introverted. I used to be in such a shell. And that was why I was so sad. Even if you're an introverted person, you need to push yourself out of your comfort zone. You need to socialize every once in a while. Yes, that does mean that you need to come back and you need to recharge your batteries. But if you are sitting at home alone and you're not feeling good and you're feeling like you're in a really bad place, especially in your early 20s, and you're not going out and trying new things and pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, then I would definitely reevaluate what you're doing, Bestie, because I'm telling you, reason why you may be feeling like this is because you're lacking purpose in your life. Or even if you have your purpose and you're just struggling, pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone and doing fun things, fun hobbies that you've never tried before, it's going to get your mind off of it and it's going to help you grow as a person. This is why I came back from Thailand absolutely re- invented baby. I traveled to Thailand for an entire month. It was my first time traveling out of the country and traveling for that long. And it was the longest flight that I had ever taken. I was pushed outside of my comfort zone more than I had ever been in my entire life. And that is truly why I came back here in a totally different mental state. I have only had a few motherfucking bad days, a few bad days. And my bad days look so much different now than what they looked like before Thailand. I used to come home. 
I used to wake up and just feel like I was going to have a bad day and I would just let that happen. I would sulk in it. I would sit here and let myself feel. I would scroll on social media. I would watch movies. I would do all of these things that just take my energy away from me. And it did not make me feel better. And I felt like I was stuck in such this negative mindset. And then I went and traveled to Thailand and I pushed myself outside of my comfort zone. And it kind of reminded me that like, I'm invincible. I can do hard things. If I can travel to Thailand for a month when I've never traveled outside of the country before, never been on a plane for that long, all of these new things that I never would have thought I could do a few years ago, the fact that I could show up and do that, it just made me want to start keeping the promises that I made to myself moving forward. And I found out that when I would never do anything with myself and I wouldn't push myself to go outside of my comfort zone, because I was doing that, it was hindering my growth. I also did an entire episode about how traveling can help you in your personal growth journey. Um, if you're in your 20s, I highly recommend go giving that one a listen because I feel like that can absolutely help you and dive more into how traveling itself can help you grow as a person. Even if you can't travel out of the country, there are so many different options on how you can have little adventures for yourself to help you on your growth journey. Overall, personal growth in your 20s is about exploring new opportunities, stepping out outside of your comfort zone and challenging yourself to become the best version of yourself. By taking advantage of the many opportunities available to you, you can develop new skills, gain new experiences, and create a fulfilling and meaningful life for yourself. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on how to navigate and grow in your 20s. I hope that you found these tips helpful and valuable. Remember, this is a time to explore, learn, and grow. So make the most of it, besties. If you have any feedback or suggestions for future episodes, I would love to hear from you. You can email me at selfcareconversationspodcast at gmail.com or connect with us through social media under Selfcare Conversations Podcast. That is it for today's episode. I hope you guys have a zenful day and I will see you next Monday.